What's up? Hey. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? And we are coming at you guys via Skype. Yeah. So what's going on? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was nice. You know, just family and... It's all, nice. It's, all was it's good. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Mimosas work out okay? Yeah. Yeah, really good. Awesome. Yeah. Hope you guys all had a good holiday. Uh, we are back and... um. A little bit of gossip to talk about. Yeah, let's get into so it. So we into will it all. Uh, talk about the tea. We will lightly touch on OC and Salt Lake. Um, I'll just start, I guess, with some birthdays. So, huh. okay. Well, I know we talked about last week, but just, you know, because tomorrow is Anne-Marie, December 1st, Kimberly Rose, December 2nd, Kelly Hampton, low, December 2nd, also Britney Spears, Marissa Burke. Happy birthday, December 4th, and Rena Elmer, December 4th. But what's coming up now, Amanda Ashton Kelly turns 40 on December 6th. Happy 40th. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Emily DiPietro, December 6th. Chastity Davis, December 8th. Rebecca Fakowski, December 8th. We see you all the time in the group. Thank you for that contribution. Caroline, uh, Caroline Henry Stanfield, December 9th. Her son is December 10th, and her other son is December 11th. So that's kind of cool. Wow. And my anniversary is December 12th. Look, we're all in a row. Wow. <laughs> and, and it's a full moon tonight. So, mm-hmm. yes, it's gorgeous. Creepy time. So, last one Mary Madden, December 9th. We know you, girl. Thank you for a long time. Facebook people love you. Yes. <laughs> okay, we got a lot to unfold here. We'll get into the Sheena stuff, but first, because we're a little behind what happened last week with the Randall 50 cent thing, you want to chime in on that? I mean, I thought we talked about that last week, didn't we? No. Then I, I don't know. Then I missed something. You tell me. Well then, maybe we did. I think Shoot. we, I think we did, un- unless I don't remember. Maybe, we, maybe we talked about it, but it was before we saw fifth. Okay, okay. Hmm. How he was blackballed from the Writers Guild for not paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, we did. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about that. My bad. Right. I know when you when you um said that, I was like, oh, I was hoping that like I missed something, and there was like some new you know like I, I, I feel like we need like a little something to like kick off December like let's let's have you know yeah. Some, and someone actually posted about it today in the group I think saying you know like uh, that they love seeing you know this happen to to Randall and like what's going to happen to Lala and so I, I was hoping that I missed something and something new happened but I don't know okay so we did cover it yeah I think That's, so alright <laughs> so, um, Brittany posted, um, you know, my baby's the poppy seed, my baby's a peach, my baby, you know, this size. Yeah. But she, um, she's obviously got the app and she put the heart over the name of, cause she obviously put her baby's name into the app and a little heart over it, but everyone was speculating, oh, it's a very short name because the heart 
could barely cover when they measured the words of is the you get what I'm saying right like mm-hmm. her baby has a short name so I was like mm, it's Brax it's not Braxley it's Brax but it could be Ron it could be Jax it could be I, I'm sure it's not Jax come on that would never happen could be Brax it could be Ron could be people were saying JR which is real smart like could be like Jason Ronald or Jax Ronald yeah do you have any weigh-ins on it's no, something I, short no I didn't um, well now I, I've got to think about it because you said that it was short but um, when I've heard them talk about it everyone in the room has said that they like it and everything so I'm assuming that it's maybe not Ron or not Jax or something like that like, it must be Brax yeah it, it could be <laughs> I'm just kidding that would be so awful if it was do you think she, what about like a, like Abe or something like or um that's my nephew's name by the way well, <laughs> well, well now you know how how it feels to possibly have that name going to Jax <laughs> <laughs> like you yes <laughs> Ron or Ronnie yeah I do feel that 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 would suck um <laughs> yeah I don't know I I'm so I'm so curious though. All right. Did you see her Thanksgiving posts? Yes. I mean, a lot of people are like, this looks catered. And I get why they think that because they were all in exactly matching catering tins. Yeah. Or, and like, who has that many stacks of those catering, you know, they weren't even nine by 12. They were like 11 by 14 or whatever the perfect metal they all match like nobody has that you have like a couple nine by 12 pans and they're not the same kind one maybe has a like rubber red handle and the other one is just like your cheap tin one yeah i don't know it did look catered except for maybe the food didn't look catered and she's like i did it all i did all of it and it does scream her because the entire meal was tan and yellow it was like monochromatic thanksgiving which is thanksgiving it is very tan and yeah. brown and, mm-hmm. you know but you you really didn't see a green you saw a flash of red with the cranberry but it was very tan yeah yeah and they were huge huge like bins of it so how, how many people did they have over i don't know were they were they breaking the the law Probably, but I, I feel Not like I feel like there's been like a pretty big group of them that they've been potting with, you know, and like some people are, you know, like if you're in a pod with a group of people and they all, I don't know, it's it's hard to well, say. Well, their pod's been like Stassi and Bo. They went to Arrowhead, so their other pod is Schwartz and Katie. Yeah. So who else? Who else is in their pod? Because Sherry is, I think, still recovering in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, does Jax actually have other friends? I don't Brittany? I mean, he could have invited some of the people over from his other businesses, you know, um, like, you know, some guys who rent some of his uh, filming equipment. They may have come over or... Yeah, the, the Just Dad X crew that screwed him. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay, like well, the, the, lawn, the lawnmower, like parts salesman. I don't know. I don't know. The big vats looked like you're serving people like uh you know there was well, i don't know i don't know if you caught this sarah but um in one of the 
the little stories that Jack's um, shared. He had his honey-do list for Thanksgiving, and on the list it was to go feed the homeless. So half of that could have been for the homeless. I love, too. It was like, mow yard, take doctor walk, feed homeless. Yeah, feed homeless. Clean, clean garage. Like, it was just like, you know, it was like fourth down on the checklist. It's yeah, like, it's like, oh, just, yeah. yeah, it's like, Jack's just check it off, get it done. Gee, that wasn't a planned post, was that? Yeah. Look how good we are. Look, we, we ordered our honey-do list, feed homeless. We ordered extra. Just like random, feed homeless. Like, okay, you go into the the street or are you going to a mission or are you like you know mission from one to four no fate homeless like, yeah would you drop off a can somewhere like those and it was right in between like mow yard pick up flowers and pick up flowers feed homeless and take dog for a walk like oh okay <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah. great that is that's awesome if they did that Oh, uh, well, yeah, we want that to happen. It just seemed very strategic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, well, speaking of uh, Jax and Bo and Randall, <laughs> um, they did another dad podcast, which they are, I really loved at the end. Jax was like, hey, you guys, like he took over, like it's his own podcast now. He's like, tell us what you want to hear we're going to talk about it we'll do it you know we're going to do this we're going to do it. i'm like you do remember jacks this is called give them lala with randall and he just took it over like hey you know and you know jacks that anti-podcaster podcasts are stupid they don't make anyone money it's a waste of my time and now all of a sudden he's like he's on, yeah he's hopped on the bandwagon for sure yeah because he has no other outlet um so did you listen to that? Okay, I did listen to the dad podcast, and I had an extremely difficult time getting through it. It was just... Um, As did many, yes. I mean, enough with the egg crate. Like, I, I yeah. don't... I, like, I, I'm, anno- I'm actually annoyed with Randall and Bo that they don't get it. And I think that part of the joke is that they don't... They're not getting it on purpose just to piss off Jax. But, um... Which is fun. That's the fun part. It is He's fun. Getting so angry and aggro and you don't get it. And he all, I felt like he also kept saying like, no. He's like, you guys are my age. You know, like because he was like, he's like, didn't want to feel. He's like, you guys are my age. Well, but, Randall's ten years old. Well, I guess with Jacks, not eight to nine, but yeah. I mean, we got it, Jacks. You've already talked about this before several times. We got it. No, no. Gotta call Jenny. Gotta call Patrick. Gotta, mm, gotta call my aunt. Mm, you got my dad worked in a grocery store. He has egg crates and egg cart. It's not a crate. It's a carton. It's like, yeah, we got it. We've heard you talk about this over and over. But what just made it worse was just Randall. Like, <laughs> he's just so fucking in love with Jax. He's so up his asshole. It's so sad and gross and Bo I think is just like wait what and I mean I guess I'll, the only thing I'll say is Bo kept calling him on his um Jacks would be like I was a baby well I was three well I was seven he's like wait which is it and yeah then, that was really funny <laughs> yeah but it's like okay we get it she puts you in like a little cushioned box in the tent yeah uh-huh. but they just kept yeah it was 
Yeah. I mean, that'd be like, that'd be like Ronnie being like, my mom, when I was a newborn at the hotel, she pushed together two chairs and that's where I slept for the night. Isn't that messed up? You know, and it's like, (laughs) you do think, you know, you, you figure out how to cradle them in and that's what you do. You know, like it's not very hard. Um, yeah. yeah, and they just kept going and go, I, I don't know. I was just like, oh, enough, enough. And then, and then I really felt like they regurgitated a lot of the stuff that they, like, Jack's yeah. is like, 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 Jack's probably got like a couple of brownie points in the last episode for saying, like, you know, saying, I, I like to tell Brittany that she looks beautiful. Well, he's, he's like, you know what, guys, 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 there's one thing I got to say, you know, I just got to say it. I keep telling Brittany, I can tell, I can, she doesn't say it, but I can tell when she looks in the mirror that she thinks that she's ugly. And it's like, who says that? Like, do you really think that's what she's thinking? I doubt that's what Brittany's thinking. I doubt she's looking in the mirror thinking that she doesn't look good. You know, like, changes are different than, like, like talking bad in your head about yourself. And he just, like, put those words in her mouth, you know. And But then he's like, but I just tell her she's beautiful. That's my job as a husband. That is my job as a husband. He's like, can all the men in America just do that? He's like... And Bo's like, no, I don't want some creepy guy telling my wife she's beautiful. Well, you know what I mean. We all need to do it. We all need. It's just like, okay, Dop protested too much. And then he okay. even, and then he even like took it further. He's, he's like, I don't care if someone tells Brittany, a man tells Brittany that she's pretty. I don't have a chip on my shoulder. <laughs> the, you know, it's like, ooh, that's a slam at Bo. You know. Yeah. What do you think about them talking about getting night nurses? Because Randall said. We already agreed. Uh, we're getting night. Na- we're we're getting a. You know, they're probably getting a twenty-four hour. And mm-hmm. Bo's like, yeah, we're gonna do it too. But they're so expensive. They're like five hundred dollars, like from nine p.m. to six a.m. We're probably gonna do it like three times a week and see how it goes. And I'm like, that's really great. You guys have that extra money to just throw away. Um, I guess you know, Stassi's not working, but. Clearly, something's in the hopper because you're going to throw away that money. If you're not working, maybe take this as a blessing and a sign from the universe. Hey, maybe I'm meant to be at home with my baby, take care of my baby. Oh, no, you're going to hire a night nurse, he says, from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> me and Chad were laughing. <laughs> like I get it if you're... You're filming. You're away. You're at your your job. You have to be away. You need help. Whatever. But like, what are you, what are you doing, Stassi? Like, you can't do this. And shouldn't you be watching your money? Again, not my business. But okay. Well, Sorry. you know, she's got something in the works. That's why she is yeah. um, doing that. But um, anyways, um, Chad and I were laughing about this though because it's like no matter what like even if you have it fine get a night nurse like whatever like you still cannot escape your own children like they are going to be there for the rest of your life like and (laughs) I don't think that Saucy and Bo are prepared for that I just I I don't like not in a bad way like I think they're going to be great parents but I just I think it's something that slaps every parent in the face where it's like whoa like this it's not like having a puppy it's not like it's it's very different and you feel different like a dog walker yeah like they (laughs) I feel like they very much rely on like their help with the dogs you know like and oh like we're going on vacation let's call the person over to come walk them bathe them whatever and um you know like it doesn't 
it just doesn't work like that because there's a different connection and you're not going to be able to relax the way that you think you will and like just everything oh yeah he was freaked out he's like and then I'm going to have to vet this person I don't know where she's going to be who her family is who she hangs out with what it's like well that's you're hiring someone so if you want to live in hire a live in or guess what have a little respect for Jack he's like nope nope we're not doing that it's called my mother-in-law Sherry it's like okay you know Cool. Uh-huh. And you know Brittany is not going to Oh Sherry you're up From 9 to Brittany's going to be up we know her yeah. about that You know like well, and I, Sherry's going to be there to help And I also think over. like that's um That's it's that's also like You know and I was the same way so like I'm not like trying To like rookie shame them at all And say and be like you know because it, it sucks When people are telling giving you all this advice And you're just sitting there and being like shut up You know I'm not yeah. trying to do that But I am going to say It's not like that like Even if I had someone from 9pm To 6am that it's Still like first of all if She's going to be nursing she's going to be woken Up that entire time um, right. Second of all like it's just like you you have to change your life for the baby meaning that you sleep when the baby sleeps like you it's not like you can't schedule it in to like sleep it just it just doesn't work like you've got to you You take care so we're gonna sleep from nine to six and then if the baby wakes up that's what you're there for and i don't know why you're making 500 a night because you're probably only gonna get up once or twice and so you're making way too much money it's like yeah nice thought not reality yeah and then I, I you know and then there's obviously like different qualifications that those people have and stuff you know that do that for a living and like yeah. you literally can get a nurse you know what I mean like that's obviously they're going to be paid more than you know Sally who just comes in and sits there yeah but yeah I I mean I can't wait to see I think Stassi's really going to set the stage for you know how it's going to go for all of them or you know they're going to be watching her to see you know what she goes through and everything so it'll be interesting to see the choices that Stassi makes and how it goes yeah it's coming up for her man you know I'm really surprised that um, we didn't see like a COVID baby shower mm-hmm. like from we've seen gender reveals or whatever but that but i mean really nothing else actually to to throw one for saucy would be this month or because technically she's due like the eighth so it's like you probably should have had one already or it'd be like now yeah oh i think she totally should i mean everyone has them early so you're not uncomfortable sitting there not being able to bend over and open a present you know yeah hmm um yeah but so i think i'm i think but her friends don't know that because none of her friends have had babies so yeah i think that um they have they've done it just quietly you know Mm, yeah yeah they were talking about getting the nurses together and who has what and Bo's like oh ours is totally together even a guy came over and he was like this is creepy and he did like an accent it's creepy and like oh okay you try it I'm not even going to go there, but he was, he was sporting it. He was, it's a word when you, um, you know, um, he, whatever. Yeah. He was, he was just doing what he did. And it was like, I heard what he was trying to do. And I'm like, Oh, you're not really going there. Are you like trying to affect an accent on the guy that you clearly had come over to do some work? And he commented 
and he yeah it just wasn't necessary to the story it actually was like very confusing it's like okay yeah. like i actually really like the guy for saying that you know it's like thank you for <laughs> and oh bo was so defensive he's like all you people you came at me it says a death trap it's new i didn't get it at some antique store it's like everyone knows that everyone knows it's new they are saying to you from our experience this is what's going to happen it doesn't matter if it's new or vintage it's the style it's not when you bought it or how old it is it's the style and they were just saying this can be dangerous well and you know it's funny too because that's the whole point do you think do you think the newborn baby is going to be in there and be like Oh, my mommy's cool. She likes murder and stuff. I like this room. The baby's going to be be exactly like that worker and be like, what the F is this? <laughs> a baby with no experience looking for like a nice warm, you know, warm room is going into wrought iron Harry Potter land. Yeah. Well, my takeaway was he missed the point on people's comments. It's like, we all know you didn't buy something from wherever like we know it's new they're just saying the style is not safe because people have been there gone there done that you haven't they're trying to be helpful and you're like yeah it's just trolls it's just got to be negative and it's like no they're trying to be helpful to maybe potentially save your baby from a hazard that's all you know what i what i was like i kept laughing about too on the podcast as randall was like you know, you guys have been in this game for a long time, so you know how these fans and trolls are. But I'm kind of new to it because, you know, um, uh, you know, just behind just, the scenes, like I'm, me, I've just now been with Lala. So, but it's like, so you're telling me, I mean, like on paper, Randall is supposed to be this successful producer, right? He's he's best friends with Marky Mark. He's best friends with like he's like a, a mover and shaker in Hollywood, right? Yeah. And you're That's telling. You're telling me that the most fame and and trolls that have come at him is because of Lala? Shouldn't isn't he more famous than Lala? I mean, like, shouldn't and, he and, be? Yeah, and it, that's so untrue because you know, as we've googled, googled throughout the years, we've seen so many accounts, whether it be on Reddit or Crazy Nights or you know the blind items how many people have filed complaints against him and this was during me too and everything like so and this was before me too so many complaints so probably not his first rodeo with the trolls and his and his um ex-wife was an actress like a pretty well-known act like i'm just saying like he he isn't uh like to act like this is his first run-in with fame just seems really weird it's kind of like how i feel like he keeps acting like it's his first kid too which i get it's kind of awkward to be like i've already been through this guys i'm a pro like i don't think he wants to be like that either but it does feel a little bit weird where he's like what's gonna be our first outing with the kids guys you know and it's like uh jack's just like um dinner like, Jax is like, probably at one of our houses. I don't know. <laughs> How about when he asked him, and, and, hey, how's it going intimacy-wise? Stop. What kind of positions I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about this. I can't do it. Well, I, we have to. We just have to. Okay, so disturbing. So many of you guys commented in our group. I mean, yes, this is a TMI. If they thought they got in trouble with their wives before in the last ad podcast i mean what the fuck 
Really? You're going I mean, into I just, that level of detail? I don't get it because, like, if I'm trying to figure out, like, what their listen, who their listener base is. It's it's people like us that are like you know interested it's not in other dads. It's I can no. actually understand if it was like a, a a dude podcast, but everyone's horrified. But like that wasn't like a turn on to me. I wasn't like, ooh, I love that these guys are you know they're attracted to their pregnant wives. That's so hot. Like it wasn't that. It was it was like, and okay. and you know who disturbed me the most was Bo. I just yes. I, Yes, I can't. Um, Stassi, you know, feels like or, a like a, a virgin, and I, I oh, how tight she is. That was so okay. Gross. Let's not even. That's that's the tip of the iceberg. The tip of the tip. How tight she is. Okay, we don't need to hear that. I don't know that she really needs that broadcasted. But I was telling my friend we were walking down to watch a football game, and you know, taking advantage of what we can outside, while we can, because most of you can't, because it's fucking cold, and you don't have the outdoor access. Okay, so I was telling my friend walking down, I'm like, oh, she's like, well, what is this whole thing about the dad pot? What's the controversy? I'm like, well, a TMI, but b like Bo literally fucking said. On top of like, oh, she needs to be on top or the side or she's real tight. Like, way, way too much TMI for me. Probably for Saucy too. Um, but when he literally said, well, when I'm in there, I feel like, does the baby think, look, whoa, there's some motion in the ocean. There's, oh, my boat is being rocked. And then, that's enough. Oh, I told my friend this and she's like, no, no. No, and this is a person very graphic about, you know, pregnancy, birth, blah, blah, blah. Think, shit that makes me uncomfortable. And she was like, what the fuck? He literally said, he's like, and then I was wondering, you know, like when we both like, you know, mm, orgasm. He's like, climax. Does the baby, does the baby feel that euphoric state of that like we yeah, are does, does it does the, the baby, baby like, yeah does the baby feel how good Stassi feels and then it goes to the baby like the baby's getting off too like the baby's orgasming orgasming I'm like are yeah you the baby's like 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 kidding? fist pumping the baby's like yes oh this feels so good what is this feeling I'm like how how did you just say this first of all if you thought it you should keep that fucking thought in your head because that's you're, you're basically just talking about giving your baby an orgasm. That's. I understand why you don't want to talk about that. Cause that's just, I can't. I can't even. It got no. It was. It got really weird. It's and it's so creepy. Yeah. He said it out loud and was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, the... how fucking a stupid are you? B, your mother is a psychologist, so I would expect she would have some medical fucking knowledge. So maybe. I don't know. Check with your mother before you say something like that out loud. Or maybe just say it to your partner in private. Don't say it on a public fucking podcast. Yeah, or I say it know. in therapy or something. Not not on a, a po- yeah, yeah, not on the podcast. That was so I w- disturbing. I, but I think you should maybe work through that a little bit. Oh, God. And then they're... Oh, yeah, and then Jax is like, mm, Nope. Last time we did it was missionary. And I'm, <laughs> I was like, Okay, don't need that visually either. Okay, and then they're. But I see, and then Jax is like, like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "I go down on her all the time." And then Randall, me too, Bo, me too. We all. It's like, don't need that visually either. 
Mm. It's like they want pats on the back, like, oh, we go down on her. Oh, we compliment them. We tell them they're beautiful. We go down on them and we fetch them a pillow or uh, just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. So then they're all talking about how they're the boss and they're like, oh, we get shit. Randall's like, oh, you're saying Lala's the boss? He's like, she is the boss. And Jackson's like, yep, yep, she's the boss. My mom wore the pants in my family. She's the boss. And I like it. That's the way it is. And anyone that says it doesn't, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I watch Netflix. I watch Narcos. Guess what? He goes, Roberto X Escobar. He's the biggest drunk, uh, drug or whatever. What do you call it? Uh, drug King lord, ben, drug lord, kingpin in America. He had a boss. His boss was his wife. I'm like, a. It's called Pablo. Yes, Pablo had a brother named Roberto, but Pablo was, you know, the kingpin. And also, it was in Colombia, not America. Granted, yes, they distributed massively to America, but he's like biggest. Kingpin in America, Roberto, and I'm like, just if you can't even get your fucking basic facts straight, man, shut the fuck up. Like, really, is it that hard to remember Pablo Escobar's name when you just watched Narcos, which is about Pablo Escobar? Uh, not as much about Roberto or or say El Chapo. I don't know. Again, different countries. Yeah, they distribute to America, but come on, did you watch, man? I don't know. Really bothered me. And then, oh, and it's like, even Pablo, well, he said Roberto, but he meant Pablo. Even Pablo had a boss. It was called his wife. And then Bo tries to go in there with his acting skills, in quotes, as Brando. He's like, oh, I'm the boss. I'm Marlon Brando. I have a, does he have a boss? And he had, did like the worst fucking impersonation ever. And it was like, Okay, y'all need to just fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. Bo's still trying to, like, do something in that genre, apparently, but, uh. <laughs> fail! I understand now, Coyote Country. You're okay in that. Stick with that. Don't do Marlon Brando impersonations, okay? Just stick with Coyote Country. You'd be good. <laughs> I don't know. It bothered me because I really love fucking Narcos and I know the producers of it and I, it just bothered me when he got the f- shit wrong. Huh. Also, like, super, like, basic history, but whatever. <laughs> um, the other thing Randall kept doing, so uh, Bo and Jax kept bragging about all the free shit they're getting that their wives are getting from all these people sponsoring them. So you guys thinking that, oh, we don't want to sponsor Jax. We don't want to sponsor Stasi. Let's, like, shout out to the sponsors. Oh, they're getting free shit every day. And Randall is super fucking jealous, and he's getting mad. He's like, I want some of that free shit. Show me. Just send me some love. I want all that free stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, Mr. Private Jet Billionaire. Mm, okay. Where's yeah. the money? But you want all the free shit? So he is. He, he brought it up like nine times. I want the free shit. I want the free shit. I was like, greedy much? Because guess what? There's a lot of people that could use that actual free shit. Yeah. 
you bragging about your fucking pickleball court and your nursery and oh pottery burn kids or catering your nursery blah 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 really you you need a fucking free outfit from some etsy sponsorship like come on man just yeah stop so by the way so if you guys want to know yeah uh Brittany and jacks are getting a whole lot of free shit from people stassi and Bo getting a whole lot of free shit from people so shit's still working for them yeah you know and then finally the uh <coughs> um Jax was talking about oh because with the the crib thing when Bo was like I brought a I bought a new crib I didn't get it from Goodwill some vintage thing it's a new one it just looks vintage and then it was like oh the trolls the trolls it's like no I think the people commenting they were actually warning you about like safety or or they've been there they tried that they realized the hazards right mm-hmm and, the, and they're all like, oh, the trolls, they came out of the woodwork. And, and Jax was like, I just kill them with kindness. I don't even lash out. I kill them with kindness. And I'm like, really, though? Yeah. Really yeah, really, Jax. That's... You. <laughs> you wish. Anyway, so he went off a lot about that. I don't know. Anything else happened on that? dumb pod no they're gonna make it a regular thing you know Jax is like come back to us with what you guys want I'm like he took over it's like Jax it's actually not your podcast I think um I got the vibe from Jax that he is so excited about this like newfound um love he's getting for this dad podcast that they 100% are trying to spit you know uh get a show a pod their own podcast like he's into it big time Mm mm-hmm like ugh, definitely God. definitely think they're gonna be like yeah yeah some kind of like that failed um jerry o'connell watch what happens live knockoff like yeah real men that love bravo but they had to rename it because people were offended so whatever that was that failed kind of like the bravo chat room that's failing now hmm. yeah oh, okay well that's a lot that was a lot <laughs> And you're welcome, guys, for us covering that much of it. <laughs> okay. On to Sheena's podcast that has been taken down. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of messiness there, a lot of drama going on. Um, some of you were able to hear it. So, I su- subscribe, and it should be automatically downloaded, but it wasn't. And it was, like, Friday. It was coming off Thanksgiving I'm like, oh, I'll listen to a Saturday when I work out. I hadn't thought about it. And then someone asked me about it. Like, did you listen? I'm like, oh, no, I was going to listen today when I was working out. Well, it was gone. I'm like, I thought it would have been downloaded because, you know, there's podcasts, you know, like, let's say Stassi or Jackie, Jackie Schimmel or that Brandy Glanville one with the people that talked about Lisa Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Um, those are Loaded. So I'm like, oh, I'm sure I have it. It has to be downloaded. No, it wasn't. Um, but I got it sent to me. And also, you guys, people posted in the group. Of course, we know we can always count on our trusty Heather to, to post. <laughs> mm-hmm. So everyone got to hear. So many of you are had already heard and listened and downloaded and posted links to hear it. 
I got a link and um, yeah there's a lot <laughs> you, want to start? you want me to start <laughs> I'll let you start and I'll, I'll come in because I'm just wondering I <laughs> go ahead okay well so Sheena had Willis on Brett Willis is Danica's ex-boyfriend you guys know we had Danica on last year well earlier this year not last year almost last year like in May um, and she was with Brett at the time in fact they were coveting together he was using her as a weight like whatever they were a happy little couple um, but a lot had happened before that and after that and you know they were kind of one of those you know Stassi Jacks kind of season one this is why we always said why did you focus on Dana or mm, the the Danica Brett story was like a season one Stassi Jacks type of story right mm-hmm. so we thought producers got it wrong the whole time they definitely got it wrong they should have been filming this shit from day one but a lot of drama um so he told his story like I had heard a whole bunch of the stuff like six months ago um but that's when shit was hitting the fan they were filing restraining orders against each other so it was just kind of too dangerous to talk about you know you guys heard us talk about it saying I don't see how she could come back on the show based on all of this recent stuff yeah all this was like this was all in the media like I don't think this was a secret oh yeah 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 Perez Hilton TMZ for sure screenshots of text messages um, recordings a video of her slapping him with the audio all on Perez or TMZ or our podcast so anyway, so Sheena has Brett on, um, and she made light of him, like, she's like, okay, well, tell me the real story. Like, she's like, I know you cut up her clothes. Um, so his story was, because yeah, this is on a podcast, you guys, she had to take it down. We don't know why, but she did. He said, so he was in a motorcycle accident. It was caught on film. He didn't even know what happened to him. He thought someone beat him up whatever he went home four hours later CTE or you know concussion um, started cutting up her clothes that were in her closet Um, he's blaming it on the accident okay cool Um, I don't know there was that and I, I think why she took it down it's like people were saying like Sheena was laughing at it and making light of it but I think it was probably so far removed I don't know um, it's, it's not something to make light of obviously like that's destructive and alarming if you're going to cut up someone's clothes what else is happening but there are you know videos and reports and a lot of text receipts that we saw so I don't know if we want to read all the text receipts or post them in the group um, but he told the story and apparently it didn't people complained and she took the podcast down I, I guess before we get into it do you want to say anything I mean I, th- I think there's there's like two ways to look at it one was it was like a disgusting podcast where I mean if we want to get into you know some of Stassi's podcasts where 
you know, like maybe it was like covered in like an article and you weren't sure what she was saying. When you listened to her tone on the podcast, it like gave it away because the way she was laughing at things or making light of things was disgusting. And I thought that unfortunately, I don't think that I don't think they meant to do it and whatever, but I think it did kind of go down that way where it's not any sort of abuse isn't funny or anything like right. that. So for that, I think that was really gnarly. Um, like the, making light of it. And yeah. I I get that they've known the story for a long time. And so at this point now, and also her and Danica don't have a relationship at this point, it's kind of like, well, they've known this story for six, eight months. Um, now it's just like, <laughs> what'd you do? Like, like, let's not make light of that for sure. I felt he like I felt like it. it was just like when Stassi got really comfortable on her podcast and she forgot that she was talking to, you know, on her platform. It was just like that. They were talking to him about a situation and it was very gossipy and the accusations that were thrown around weren't cool. And even the things that people have come back defending um, Brett or Sheena about like are still completely hearsay on his part. Like we have to literally take his word for everything that they said and then and then it makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. No, I get that. Especially if you don't see the other stuff and supporting evidence and receipts and that's why I do kind of want to read some of that because if you're just listening you're kind of like oh, okay it's one side and here's the other side um, and it's yeah it could be gross if you're making light of a situation but then yeah I guess he he, he tries to explain some of the scenarios which let's say you know when we talk uh, podcasted and we talked about you know her getting arrested at the premiere party he kind of like explained that oh okay he's a dick he asked for a threesome which is what they edited on the show which she had explained actually she explained on our podcast she was defending him she was like oh because I kept bringing it up to him kept bringing it up to him but they had broken up and they got back together and then he popped off with that comment and that just sent her under rage and that's what caused her to hit him at sir when she got suspended um which jamie lynn brought up a good point she's like well let's just say like you hit her wouldn't you have been fired he's like oh i've been fired and charges pressed and i'd probably be in jail right now good point i because we got to remember like hey it goes both ways um but I just, I just, I just, I didn't like how, like, his excuses were insane. And I just, there's so yeah. many red flags. Like, his, concu yeah, his concussion caused him to break into her home for four hours and cut her clothes. Like, that is, that's, tr like, and I, I just, I was waiting for him to say something like, I complete like, and he kind of did. But he, ne he never, like, kind of, like, took ownership no. for that and was like, and like kind of stopped everyone from laughing and being like you guys it was really wrong of me like how scary is that that I went into her house and did that you know what I mean like that's yeah that's he, very he triggering for was, people was, he just kept saying unconscious Brett unconscious Brett so it wasn't really taking ownership there like I do get the concussion and the I, you know what I was I was completely on board with his concussion story until at the end when they bring up the thing about him um like screenshotting one of uh Jamie's photos and then being like well I had a concussion that time too like what right. 
Then it was like yeah. your, and then like how he kept bringing up the size of his penis and like, yeah. I don't know. It was just like yucky to me. So that, I mean, and that story's kind of funny. Like, I mean, he actually pulled a chick move um, when Kashina outrightly said, um, she was my friend. You guys broke up. I was trying to hook her up with one of my friends that was just breaking up at the same time. My theory is it's probably like um, DJ Polly because he had just broken up with Aubrey O'Day and they're in Vegas and I don't know. It's my theory. Probably not true. But um, she goes, oh, I was her friend. I was trying to do her a solid like, you know, Kelly Dodd's theory, you know, best way to get over a guy is get under a guy so Sheena admittedly said she hooked up Danica with another friend of hers that was also going through a breakup but then Danica came back to the hotel room which Jamie was staying in and hooked up with this dude like right in front of her and she's like oh this is awkward uh people are having sex next to me I'm not really down for this um awkward like really fell for her there been there um but then she said Danica kept texting the guy like the one night stand guy and that guy because he's really good friends with Sheena again just saying like I have a couple theories on who it is um, that Danica kept sexting him and saying really nasty dirty shit and the guy was texting Sheena it's like holy shit your girl is sending me all this stuff so Sheena has the text thread. This guy has the text thread. Then Brett apparently was either Danica left her phone or when he broke into her place, he got her phone. Like, I don't know. Danica seems like the kind of girl like Sheena that your phone is glued to your hand. So I don't know how he got her phone mm-hmm. for that long of a period. But he said, I read all the texts, the sex that Sheena was talking about. I screenshotted them, sent them to myself. And then I was asking my roommates so clearly she either doesn't have a password or facial ID or thumbprint because I don't know how he got in there um, it must have been a password thing then and his room is like do it you should do this so he took a picture on Danica's phone of his own dick probably hard because well, maybe not um, and sent it to the guy the one night stand guy that Sheena hooked Danica up with from Danica's phone saying this is what she's feeding on every night or whatever because apparently Brett has a really big dick okay Mm -hmm. apparently that's universally known but I'm like I mean that's kind of funny that seems like a chick move to me Mm -hmm. Uh, it is kind of funny and I understand why he would do it because he saw the text thread of her okay she didn't just hook up with a guy but she is they are back and forth and she's sending him some really dirty nasty text messages so I can understand the response I would I want that to happen no um would I respond that way no but again I just I like was it right to share these stories on the podcast yeah it's really like I mean I feel like like it was just messy it was messy I mean I mean this is the type of podcast that I love. Are you kidding me? But it did. I was well, like, it was great. But then it got taken down. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, put yourself in Danica's shoes or what? Like, maybe you don't want some of that stuff shared. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I really see both sides here because 
I I get okay so he explained he found this all out about the the one night stand and then she kept texting the dude and then they were broken up but then the premiere party happened so Brett brought a date and that's when Dana even though they were broken up Danica throat punched his date and that's when she got arrested at the premiere party and then Janet and Jamie Lynn were talking to the cops trying to like talk them out of like like you know fully arresting her bringing her in and everything like 30 minutes later so they were standing by her they didn't know the whole situation it, it painted a bigger picture so basically he found out like they were broken up Sheena hooked her up with the dude then she kept texting the sex texting the dude Brett saw the text messages he went into a rage they were broken up he brought a date Danica punched his girl or date and it just it's just fire 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 just uh, yeah. on both sides on yeah both sides mm-hmm. so I understand so that makes more sense like why he reacted the way he did and why she reacted the way she did it's just yeah i mean i mean i mean you and i called this as soon as they came onto our tv screens that like this may be something that's a little too dark for even you know i mean i consider us like we love reality tv the darker the better but there was something about these two that was just like it it almost wasn't it, well it's not funny if this is like this things that have happened are not funny and it's just um you could tell like there was real true drama there you know what i mean like yeah for sure for sure so it plays out in social media i should probably read it um i have it hold on whoops damn these passcodes these days so you should be like danica and not have one well, I'm not doing facial ID. I don't believe in it. Oh, I had them all up. Okay, so, I mean, Danica posted. Jamie Lynn responded. Um, domestic violence works both both ways. Brett Willis has a restraining order, restraining order against you. You were physically violent with him on episode one of last season. Got suspended. For it, I have no doubt. Um, if genders were reversed, he would have been fired. Good point. This is a subject that was public in headlines, and the subject material already aired on the show. Keeping the conversation about domestic violence quiet, quiet doesn't help anyone except the abuser. Okay, you were physically violent with Kara on the finale, and admitted on the after show that. That's what you do while laughing. You admitted you lied to Lisa Vanderpump's face about it. Well, that's true. Other exes have restraining orders against you. You admit this on the show and you laughed about it. Again, double standards. If you were a male, this would not be aired. Brett has a photo of a bite mark from you, which I did see. Text of you apologizing and a video of you uh, slapping him both of which can be seen on Perez Hilton. You have a DUI and could have killed someone drunk driving. That's a criminal charge. If charges were pressed against Brent, that's not a criminal charge. 
since you believe a known abuser should not be given a platform, you must agree that no one, including Bravo, Evolution, or any other media, should allow you to be on any platform again. While you're at it, I suppose you'd like to forge your right of free speech since you want the podcast taken down. Okay, then I go into the text threads that uh, Brett has shown. Um, it's a, I mean, pretty big mark on his arm. And then her, I'm sorry, babe, it won't ever happen again. I was a drunk hot mess. I love you. I'm sorry. Please don't go and tell your friends about that. I'm going to take a break from drinking for a little bit. Then he says, I need to charge my phone. Then she says, can you just answer my phone call while you're charging your phone? Um, I love you, babe. I'm so sorry again, and we'll do whatever it takes to get us back on track. Then he says, you were just dot, 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 terrible. Talking shit about everything. Me, my room, yelling at me, ran away. She says, I don't remember that part. He goes, you threatened me. I'm sorry, babe. I will never be like that again. I promise. He says, like ruined my day. You were just on my ass right when the game ended. She says, I know. I took my insecurities out on you and I'm deeply sorry. I love you from the bottom of my heart and I'm ashamed at the way I was acting. He says, you can't do what you do. Like all of it psychologically taxing walking on eggshells verbally just yelling the things you do in public she says you're right he says trying to degrade me with the cat shit cat like k-a-t-t like a girl maybe like i don't care about her what's there not to get you can't physically hurt me like you do hit me in the face kick me bite me and then he shows a picture of, oh, yeah, some bite marks and some scratch marks on his neck. I'm sorry that this is in the text thread. I'm sorry for scratching you and everything else. I'm going to buy you a new shirt. This won't happen again, I promise. I love you too much to lose you over something stupid. He says, I know. I love you, obviously. Is the lounge open tonight? I know, but I feel really bad. And... Didn't last night. I'm just really okay. Well, that was the last thread I saw. So, I mean, there's a lot. Like, he definitely has receipts of her admitting and apologizing and abusing, and he's kind of like, hey, just chill out. But, you know, again, it takes two, right? I -hmm. guess. So. Uh, I guess we've hurt her side. She she posted, and that kind of exacerbated. That that's kind of what I think propelled Jamie Lynn to post what um, she posted. Danica said, "Only Sheena would be the girl's girl to host a private abuser on her podcast and make jokes about his crimes for clout." But I guess nothing surprises me anymore. Who uses someone else's domestic violence case for a swipe up? Um, I mean, but I mean, if he was an abuser to her, like she can have that feeling. It's true, but um, 
I I don't know. I just but if there's Sheena no steps in it with reports, Sheena, Sheena, the, Sheena has done reports. things like this before. Like and then and then the whole thing with like the and then when he but brought the police up police reports are on her. What? But uh, the police reports are all on her. Like But there's some on him too. Okay. She I mean well, she says she, that. He's he, she said that they're both dropped and he said, "No, we can both work together at Sir we just have to be 10 feet apart. 10 feet. Like, I've never heard of an RL 10 feet apart, but apparently they can work together. He goes, I'm just too uncomfortable. I don't want to be around her. I don't want to hear her, see her. So, no, absolutely. Two sides to every story. 100%. Yeah. What were you saying now? You were, I don't know. I don't know. I this This whole thing is just... Yuck, it's messy. That. It's messy and yuck, and I understand why she took it down. And again, two sides, and it's really complicated, obviously. And I think they obviously both have points. And again, you know, to keep it light, let's just blame evolution for missing the fucking boat on this. <laughs> yeah. We called it. You missed it. Hey, Jerry's gone. If you guys need some. You know, EPs, maybe call Holly and I because we know where the real story's at. <laughs> <laughs> on a lighter note, oh, okay, well, then they go on about uh, Danica, you know, part of the betrayal and breakup of Danica and Sheena's friendship is when Sheena went to Palm Springs and had Max over and they had that accidental oops slip up she only told Danica because Danica was confiding in, in her about something about Brett and they were kind of like secret for secret um, she goes I didn't tell anyone else I told her and she went and told Dana and then she told Janet and Janet told Dana and so now I understand more of the friendship breakup with Janet and Sheena and Danica and Sheena is she told her that in confidence and then Danica went and told Dina for strategy apparently is what she told Brett so she told Brett a couple things she told Brett she told Dina for strategy reasons she betrayed Sheena's trust because um, she wanted to align herself with obviously Dana's getting a hell of a lot more airtime than Danica so strategically she did that makes sense if you're trying to gun your way into the show okay and then the other thing she said so Brett went on about all the things Danica said uh, during Sheena's miscarriage she said oh if Brock had broken up with her she would have had an abortion she's like they'll make they would have made terrible parents anyways he's a bad dad she's too selfish to be a good mom like and I did hear this in another forum like six months ago before like whatever and I didn't want to talk about it because it wasn't my place and they were going through their Danica and Brett DV like okay I just you know I don't want to add fuel to the fire there so the story uh, that story is consistent um, whether it's his story someone else's story I don't know um really shitty things to say and he did talk about that on the podcast saying I thought that was really dark that she 
was saying like she'd be a bad mom he'd be a bad dad she would have an abortion she would um whatever uh, just kind of icky shit and then he was saying he should he was telling Danica to reach out to her because here's why I will call Sheena she's like nope she never reached out to me well she did because Danica did post the receipts the text thread receipt she did reach out to her apparently as I do the math now it was like a week or two later Brett had encouraged her to and so she finally did it and then she told Brett she did it for strategy so again making sure she's got her strategic alliances in place now whether that's his perspective or his words over hers I don't know that's what he said so maybe she did reach out out of the goodness of her heart or maybe she did it for strategy I don't know. We're hearing one side, but that's what we're reporting on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But the fact that she did betray Sheena's trust and tell Dana about the Max thing when Sheena said she's the only person she told, mm, that does give me a red flag. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't know. Anyways. And then it really ends on a really positive note because then they have Peter on and Peter was talking about Peter, Peter Ruffick slots and the launch date and it was the day before his birthday and he's been working on it since November 2018 and he's so excited and he's just, he's got a podcast, he's got Social Happy Hour back on Tuesdays and Thursdays so, you know, there's nothing like ending a messy podcast with Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but Jamie didn't. Uh, Jamie Lynn did um, pop it off with a little cherry on top. She's like, "Well, I have one more question." Because she was like, "Well, thanks, Peter. So good to hear from you." Oh, you too. You gotta come on my podcast. Let's review your favorite movie. And uh, and she's like, "Wait, wait, wait! I got a question." She's like, "Did you kiss Dana in the bathroom at the Mondrian?" He's like, "Yes, of course I did. Of course." And she's like, amongst other things, you maybe did, but did you actually kiss her? Because, you know, obviously we all knew why they went in the bathroom. But she's like, thank you. She's like, so Dana's a liar. And he's like, I kissed her. And you know what? I've always believed Peter in that. Yeah, me too. So there we go. (laughs) There we go. That's it. There it is. Tried to kind of tell both sides and no opinions just reporting on what we heard okay <laughs> so anything else um nope that's it cool should we jump into OC sure I don't know if we want to end it or just we'll lightly touch there's not a lot going on, you know. OC was, I thought it was pretty good. Salt Lake was a little boring. Um, you know, OC, I, I really enjoyed the first scene when Kelly didn't, it was like a, there's not even really a generation gap, but a little bit, because Kelly didn't understand what Shannon meant when she's like, I'm reeling from she's like, pain. She's like, you're she's like, reeled? You're reeled? Like, reeled? You're like, reeling? She's like, what does that mean? Like, woke? Like, I get what Kelly was coming from. Like, reeling. Like, oh, you're real eyesing? Like, you're woke. But I'm like, how have you ever heard reeling? Like, I'm reeling from being and I'm really... But it was like, but she was so, like, 
clueless about it that I believe I feel her. like it, it what it shows is like she wasn't a big reader. You know like when you like yeah, yes. you when you're <laughs> when you read books like you learn those words, those descriptive words. Right. And she's like, You're reeling? What does that mean? You're woke and then Shannon, generational gap, she's like, I don't know what that means. And so I was like, they both didn't understand what they were talking about. And it was just kind of comical. It was a little comic relief during a really intense moment. She's like, really? You mean like woke? She's like, well, I don't know what that means. So then we had to go through like a whole nother like flashback scene of like hearing the word tincture like a thousand times. (laughs) Tincture, 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 tincture. Yeah. And then Shannon overreacting again over the waterline. Like, just who cares? Move on. She misunderstood. She said she misunderstood. Get over it. Kelly's over it. You should get over it. And she she can't, can't get over things. Don't it is insane. She can't. The whole night. I mean, I mean, she was really the comic relief because she got drunker and drunker. And then she, okay, you know, I'm kind of like maybe it was editing. Because they still do stand by Shannon when she's like, when I believe she said the whole situation is sad. Like, I don't think she was saying Gina's place was sad. I think she was saying, because they were saying it was sad. But she's like, yeah, it's just sad. I think she meant the situation of Gina was sad. Unless that was editing. Because I really, I'll side with Shannon on that. But at the same time, she clearly lied straight to everyone's face. She's like, I didn't even touch the tequila I brought in. And then to Bronwyn, I've only had one drink out of respect. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly not. Um, It was a really good episode, though. Like, it went really fast for me. It, I mean, Shannon was great. You know, this is when, when Shannon... Uh, is drunk and when she's like when she's doing those funny things that she does that's when she's at the top of her game you know not when she's like going off the rails so it was funny for sure and then she took like the um oh she was like dorinda level slurry wasted she's like i'm gonna be compressed and oh and she kept on i felt i felt like she kept like leaning into everyone's face like a little bit too close you know Yes, I was watching it and someone was like, oh my god, if someone's that close to my face, I'd freak out. I'm like, I would freak out for sure. And then she's the one super paranoid about COVID. Corona, yeah. And I'm like, you're literally two inches from everyone's face. Like, back off, lady. Oh my gosh, yes. And she took the olives from the bar, which, relatable, do that all the time. And the guy, and her John was like, um, sweetie, oh, like, not a good look. He's like, and then he realized, I think he realized, like, he was going to say, like, no, that's gross. Like, that's not a good look. But then he's like, think ahead, think ahead. He's like, you all right? <laughs> you all yeah. right? Yeah. I'm fine. I can't eat. There's no, I've, I've got no food last night. And then when she goes to the room, she's like, oh, my God. Okay, first of all, the housekeepers were already speaking English to John. But then she goes into the Spanish, which... <laughs> Okay, I respect that she's talking to them in Spanish, but at the same time, it's kind of disrespectful because they were just talking English to him. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, she's like, is this bueno? You must, you must only speak Spanish. And I was like, oh God, don't be that woman. And they answered her like in English. They're like, yes, it's fine. (laughs) She's like, they're like, yeah, it's fine. Like bueno, bueno. She's like queso. Yes, cuatro hours old. 
Literally, I think they said yes, bueno. <laughs> Not si, bueno. Yes, bueno. It's like, oh, God, you're that lady. Oh, you're my t- gosh. Just slurring. Like, it just reminded me of Dorinda in New York, which is like, oh and then gosh. when she was talking to Jacob and uh, Rowan, I, kids, kids, come get, I had a flower in a wall. Mm, mine ended up in divorce. <laughs> and they're just like laughing and they're like, geez, shit face. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny, and oh her kids like, "Well, this flower no is more fun." She's like, "You're not going to a public cheating affair." It's like, God, that guy is so silent and patient. Yes. And her kids are like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Why did we say that?" Yes. It was funny. It was. It was really good. And then, um. We got to see a lot of emotion out of um, Elizabeth about she was really triggered being there in Palm Springs by where she yeah. built a house with her ex and her divorce is now coming to be finalized within 30 days. And a lot of emotion came up for her. And I actually really felt for her in that, um, like, I know everyone is sick of hearing her talk about it. Like, I can see it in their faces. But I actually felt bad. Like, I'm sad that she doesn't like know how she feels you know what i mean like it was just like a really sad moment well what's sad for me is it's been five years yeah but then she's texting him every day and saying i wish i would have never filed for doris but he's expecting a baby with a, a fiance like don't don't do that yeah and, and then I, she's like yeah it's yeah, heartbreaking no it was it's really rough and but then she's talking about yeah, Jimmy doesn't want children, but she's now thinking about freezing her eggs. But then she's like, "Why well, 45? Like, is that a thing?" And I'm not age shaming here because, as I told you guys a couple podcasts ago, someone age shaming like, "Oh, she still has that." Like, I'm not age shaming. Like, do it if you can, but let's do it now because she says she's 45. I'm like, I mean, like, yeah, she can. I mean, yeah, do what can? you want to do. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean. I know. I mean, one of my friends had twins at 42. What's three more years? I don't know. Yeah. No, for sure. Do it. I just it's like, mm, get on that. And I mean, she filed five years ago, so maybe she it would have been better for her to do it five years ago, but still do it. Like, do what you can. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it was rough. And I liked all the girls rallying. They're like, well... But do you have... It's killing you. You're texting him still. He's clearly moved on. It's not like he's single and they're just divorcing, trying to fight over assets. He's with someone. They're having a baby. And it's just sad because, like, you hear them and it makes sense what they're saying, but you can tell it does not make sense to her yet. And she's not there and she's not ready. And so that was really hard to watch. And, I mean... I think that all of us have had our suspicions about how much money she really does have right now. And I feel like in the next um, episode, the preview is her talking to her mom saying, I had to come up with a half a million dollars for this to even do this case. And if she had to come up with that, like, I don't think she has as much money as she claims. And I think that she needs to to win this, you know. Because, like, when Gina's just like, do you have enough money to live right now? And then she just said to live right now. And she's like, yes, of course, for the rest of my life. And she's like, well, then walk away. That's why I love Gina. 
then walk away. If you have the must, uh, enough money to re- live for the rest of your life, then yes, walk away. She's like, I can't let him win. But yet you're texting him. Um, it's just very confusing. It's, it's relatable. And I get it. But yeah, I don't I, think she does. And it like makes me sad because... I really doubt that he is taking those text messages to heart. He's probably sitting there laughing at them or, you know, what, like, it's just like, it, the whole thing is just like, oh, shoot, this is bad. Or just, yeah, or just humoring her or just like... Mm. Yeah, like getting info from her, like, what are you doing next? You know what I mean? Like, who yeah, knows? That's awful. And then I would feel like shit if I was her, like, I mean, it'd be one thing if he was still single and be like, Oh, I miss I'm you sorry. too. I filed for a divorce. I miss you too. But he's engaged and expecting a baby. So I would really, I, that's when you really want that unsun button. But it yeah. doesn't work. And that it makes, that work. makes me really sad too that she's talking about kids now and that she's pregnant. Is it like, is this bringing all of that up for her too? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, like, it, like with Shannon and David, it's like, okay, well, she has her kids with him. So it's like, that's not a thing. And she seems to be fine with David having a kid. She's like, well, it's whatever. Still, he doesn't talk to me, but it still it's can't be easy. You know what I mean? Like, that cannot be easy. I don't care who you are to watch Not that happen. Easy, but, like, he didn't want kids, and she, she went along with it. She's like, okay, I'm going to go with this lifestyle. And then the lifestyle ends, and then he has kids. Yeah, and she that's annoying. Yeah. That's horrible. Like, I, she has a right to be hurt, and... So I I hope um I mean like if there's any good that comes out of these shows you know it's like it's that they show people like this that are working through these things that probably is relatable to a lot of women you know like that have sent that text when they shouldn't have and stuff like that so if she can make it out the other end I think it's going to be a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, perhaps to her for exposing all that and yes. saying it. So, yes, yes. You know, and I, I love that, you know, let all the material things go, you know, what the ladies had to say. Because guess what? Almost all of those ladies, they did all have to let all mm-hmm, that go. Mm-hmm. Kelly, Shannon, like they've all had to do it. Yeah. And and they're better off for it. Yep. Now, relatable as far as um, have you ever taken ecstasy with your mom? No, never. I, or ever. I've never taken ecstasy. Um, yeah. It's on my list. Um, but no. Would you if, do it with Diane? If Diane oh, ever asked me, I, I don't know what I would do. So there's that with Bronwyn. I actually, you know her. what? I would love to do that with Diane. That would probably be your best body. Like it would, for, yeah, it would honestly. because like there is just some block up or something between and us. She would like, let go. She yeah. would let go. Yeah, I have some stories for you privately about Thanksgiving that you will just die about, dude. <laughs> okay, um, now, could you relate to Bronwyn's kids with lice? No, I couldn't. I was horrified. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of lights, but they're like, you have to go to once in a lifetime. Is that like a lice place or something? Yeah, it's it's. Um, they have these places now where you can just take your kid and they handle it for you. You don't have to do it. Okay. I, I assume that's what it was, like a massage envy or something or it's like, like in Newport, yeah. <laughs> or like a a Terminex. Yeah. I just assume from Kelly's tone. I'm like, oh, okay, well they know what it is. I don't, but <laughs> I thought maybe you would. Yes. Well, fortunately you don't. Well, you know what it is. I but. mean, yeah, I've gotten the letters from my kids' school, like, there has been a lice outbreak in the class three rooms down from your you know, it's like it's it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. 
They were checking on, and then Kelly was like cuddling with the twins. That was so God, all funny. those girls with the twins or with the the kids. It was like just leave the kids alone, man. Yeah. <laughs> Rowan, Jacob, come over here. I need to talk to you. And then Kelly, oh, come over here. Do you love me? It's like how well do you even know them? <laughs> it's weird. I don't even do that to your kids. <laughs> yeah. I like wave. Hey, Ronnie, what's up? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Have you ever seen me hug her? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let's all have an OC. Yes, same. So Salt Lake, um, you didn't watch, right? I did not get to Salt Lake this week, so I'm okay. Ha- well, it's a good to... week. It's a good week to to skip and miss. It was really pretty boring. I mean, pretty much all my notes are like, I'm bored with this person. I'm bored with that person. I'm I'm really bored with. Meredith like she's not she's likable but I don't care I'm bored her son is like kind of snotty and judgy um he may be good though you know Brooks yeah mm -hmm. yeah you know TBD but like mm, the best thing I noted about her and her family was their dog Teddy who was like this cool like big poodle with like he looked like a cow it's like did you die him that way? I've never seen a poodle or a, a dog, quite frankly. He was like cream colored and then he had some splotches of tan, like almost like a cow. Uh-huh. I was like, that's a really cool fucking looking dog. But um, that was as interesting as I got that. They, they, okay, well, you watch it when you catch up. Meredith had Jen Shaw over and then she had her son Brooks and her daughter Chloe, who was visiting from college. And Chloe was, like, decked out to the nines. I'm like, why are you dressed like that when you're just hanging around the house? I'm like, mm, first day of filming. She's wanting to look her best. Like, I'm not saying it was, like, a sequin gown, but it was, like, she was dressed up. And then when her and Brooks left, in quotes, oh, we're going to go to Best Buy. I'm like, you don't go to Best Buy. Like, the way she was, her hair and makeup were done and the dress she was wearing. I'm like, you're not going to Best Buy. You're... 21 you're wearing lululemon yoga pants you're not dressed up and it was very clear it's it's very new season kid yeah you know like i'm in the shot it's it's very rowan rowan has been playing up for the cameras like even when they were panning to her oh the camera's on me dancing with my mom she was doing a look and uh rowan is playing the cameras to a T and that's what this girl is doing. She's also really like every uh, um I've never seen someone have like m- like better arm angles than her. It's like every time it's on she's like flexing yeah. in this way where it's like No, of course she's doing that sidearm Instagram pose all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I would say the only there was one really sad part Heather who's the um blonde yes. that owns the Botox spa. Um, it was really sad because she opened up about like how she was so distraught about her husband after 11 years like she basically married him she wasn't in love she married him because he was Mormon and that's what she was raised to do but after 11 years he said I don't want to be married to you anymore and it's the first and these are the the Mormons that go back like you know eight decades Mm -hmm. Uh, you know Mormon royalty she goes, we're the first divorce in our entire family, either one of our families. And so, like, Jen Shaw was over. She's like, yeah, but you weren't happy. And you were, she's like, you're not even in love. She had, have you ever been in love? She's like, 
no, I don't think so. She's like, maybe when I was 15, but the boy didn't love me back. But you I know, saw that part. Yeah. Basically sad. And then she's like, well, don't you want to do this to set an example for your daughter so they know they don't have to do this? Is it better that you just put on a pretty face and make a fake happy home, but you're miserable inside and have a miserable marriage? She's like, you'd rather do that? And she goes, yes, one million hundred percent. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, that's, I saw that. That was so sad. Like, that's when I liked Jen. Like, I'm not a huge Jen Shaw fan. I don't hate her, don't love her. But I was like, no, that's exactly Me what you Me too. Be I thought that was a great, I thought that was a really, really cool scene. Yeah. I was like, just empower your girls and give them the choice. And it was sad. It, she, but Heather, I feel like I felt like Heather though was still not like she did not feel those words like I, like I felt like it was like the first time those words were hitting her because no. um you know like when she was she was like empowered like you leave him it's like she didn't want to leave him and so I don't think she's getting that empowered feeling because she yeah. feels like her life was she just didn't choose cold. it yes yeah. yes she didn't choose it and no she's moving on and she's doing every steps she can take yes and even when she said oh i talk to him all the time oh he's not happy on the show he doesn't want his you know baby mama to be you know on this type of show and blah blah blah. it's like you don't fucking owe him anything Mm -mm. and you know what you're being a great example right now because there's nothing she's done wrong she's been an amazing gal so far it's just sad that she still would instantly go back to that yeah it's just conditioning it's just the racing and her conditioning and even though i think mentally and emotionally she said we all know that's not what's important but they're so conditioned to live that life that she would go back to that just out of habit and conditioning and it's sad it is um lisa just note not interested i find her annoying i don't care i think she's just too much of a showboater i'm not i'm not into it um mary disturbing but interesting um i did like when she was opening up to meredith about how it all transpired and went down like her grandma she was just really close to and then her mom was her best friend she had lunch with her every day and then her mom wanted the power and the money and the church but then the grandma said no it's going to be her and then they don't speak now and it is fucking weird it is really weird but mary did say she was like oh no it was very weird and very awkward she's like i didn't want to sleep with this man i pretended i had my period i thought it was very weird but she's like but i love and trust my grandma so much and then i guess her faith like it almost made it fine like it's still fucking weird and and bizarre and then their kid is weird like i don't think he's weird i think uh julie was saying she's like he's just stoned he's stoned as fuck i'm like okay or he just seems really dumb (laughs) yeah okay he's out of it or he's just a dumb teenage boy that's fine um i mean i i liked how they kind of came around but it's still weird but I appreciated at least she said she also thought it was weird and awkward. Yeah. That's all I can say, I guess, on the positive about that. Yeah. Did you see that part? I Like, now that you're talking, I'm like, did I watch this episode? I thought that uh, this was on last week, but maybe I'm... Well, it was last week. We're just talking about it now, because it was like Wednesday. 
Oh, okay. Um, so did you see then Whitney and her dad at Mary's church? Mm, okay, no, I didn't. Okay. I mean, that was really cool because I think her church is different. It's not for me. Obviously, I've seen these kind of churches on TV or movies or whatever. Hey, whatever works for you. I just liked that, you know, because the Mormon church excommunicated Whitney because she did what she did and her dad because he was addicted to pills and it's like that's not really really truly is that the Christian way or the God way or that Mm -mm. so for them to excommunicate is fucking hypocritical and gross and so I loved that he's wanted that support and openness and acceptance and he got that at Mary's church is it's hey, as weird as her church may seem to some people, he seemed to be moved by it and he felt accepted and loved and maybe he needs that outlet. So I say whatever works for him, wherever he feels supported and loved and accepted, it's just like, cool, whatever works for you to get you through this because I don't know, I really love both of them and their relationship. Yeah, She's I, my favorite. Mm-hmm, I really like her too. Oh. That's it. I mean, then they have the Gatsby thing. Like, I don't know, Jen again, back to like, oh, she's like Erica Jean. I'm going to have a practice run with my Shaw squad. Her, They're on, you know, salary, and they just there to clap for me and make me beautiful. And, eh, okay. I'm like, what is, I had to Google, what does she do? Because I know her husband is a coach, but like, College coaches don't make that much money to be like have a Shaw squad on. Yeah, your to be balling. Staff. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, she did look great at the party and everything. I'm not sure Meredith again. Meredith really bores me, but I'm like, she's relatable, but she's sustainable on a housewife show because she's not really bringing the drama. Uh, but she shows up in a suit, like a bell bottom tailored suit. I'm like, it's not really Gatsby, but then again, Neither was the naked cowboy on the stripper pole or the dancers, so... (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's fine. That was just the beginning um, of the party. We'll see the party next week, I guess. Yay! They had a baby shower, but there was really... Okay, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I saw this shit. I don't. I don't know how I missed the church. Well, there was thing. nothing to report on that. Like everyone, it looked cool. Everyone was on all white, and it is weird that she has twenty employees and five of them are pregnant, all with boys. Yeah, it's really weird. That is a little weird. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, I thought that was really nice of her to throw that shower and everything. It was cute. Yeah, she seems very generous and nice. Yeah, real moving yeah. on with the life. Yeah, boy. She just needs to find some love. Yes. She needs to find some real love. Yes. That'll be so amazing for her when that happens. Yeah. So that's all I got. Okay, guys. Well, we hope that you're having a good week, and we will be back. Who knows if we could be back this week? We could be back next week? Who knows? Everything is just 2020-ing right now, you know? Yeah. Well, we'll be here to pop off. Yeah. Pop off. All right. Thanks for sticking with us. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Email us, VanderpumpRulesParty at gmail.com with any 
questions, requests, comments, whatever, leave us five stars on iTunes, reviews. We would love you for it. Follow us. I am Sarah C, S-A-R-A-H-C-E-E-O-C on Instagram, Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, 805-VANDER-8. That's right. And if you want us to play it on the air, we shall. That's right. All right. Just let us know. Okay, bye. Bye.